Hello and welcome, everyone. Put on your best 80s attire and join us for an episode-by-episode shallow dive into each and every episode of The Golden Girls. This is The Golden Guys. So, episode one, The Engagement. The Engagement. Man, those classic title slides. You just don't get TV with that, those sort of slides anymore, do you? Mm-mm. No, no. And for anyone who's not already a fan, we're bringing to you the action-packed series, The Golden Girls, from 1985. So, a little ways back. Um, it's just, it's, it's a laugh a minute as noted by the laugh track, which do we still have laugh tracks? Is that still a thing? Not, I don't think so. Unless it's done ironically, intentionally and ironically. This was like, somebody just was leaning on the button for laugh track and it was just, it felt like it was going the whole time. Because it didn't say at the end, this was filmed in front of a live studio audience. No, I don't think there was anything live about this. It, the thing that struck me, it just immediately looked like a stage play. You know, it was very open set, you know, the sort of the, yes. the exits to the left or the right. And I don't know if it's just because we're watching this in quote unquote high definition now. Like it's, mm. it wasn't recorded like that. But, you know, it just the fact that these old shows are now kind of put onto new medium, you sort of see things that I don't think you used to see back in the 80s, and my gosh, everything looked so incredibly fake. All the plants could not look more fake. Yeah, yeah. Like, the furniture barely looked like it was real. Just nothing on the set looked at all like it was It was real. It was very weird. But my first thought is, who's this guy in the apartment? And then what happened to him? Because I don't remember that guy. No, no. But he was like a main guy. He was there. So we're in S1E1. Yeah. He's just, he randomly is just there. We're we're expected to just understand that he's there. Like there's no explanation whatsoever. He's cooking them food as if he's like some kind of housekeeper slash like. Like a man Friday. Something. And they're all like, they're all older women living together because they can't afford to live separately. Yet they have this like live in like chef. (laughs) But then I don't believe to your point, he exists after S1E1. Like, I think he's, that's it. I don't think we ever see him again. I don't think so. I think it's just, they realized that he was superfluous and just just don't even mention that he's gone. Just entirely no. eliminate him so so weird like you would think it would take i don't know a season or a couple of episodes to maybe 
kill off a character or something like no first one didn't didn't work we're getting rid of him he's gone and then rose hits us with another quote hope he doesn't have hair in his ears which got a (laughs) big laugh big laugh right no laughs in the canyon household because suddenly i realize that rose is describing me (laughs) or maybe not me because i now am the proud owner of hair in my ears I'm sure she didn't mean it in that way toward you. But in 1985, you didn't. So That's true. So it was hilarious in 1985. In 1985, it's like a conversion rate of money. Like in 1985, funny, it was it landed. But now with inflation of laughter, it just it didn't land as much. Yeah. Yeah. What about yeah. the shoulder pads? Like <sighs> I forgot how incredibly shoulder paddy the 80s were. It mm. was just shoulder pad upon shoulder pad upon shoulder pad. Every, everyone, all of them. Didn't matter who you were. It was massive, wasn't it? I mean, Dorothy was certainly rocking. I mean, she was a large, large as in tall. I don't think she really needed shoulder pads, but she certainly went with them. She did. And she, she, she owned it for sure. Um, you have to bring this part up. So you have Sophia, mm. the oldest of the, of the group. Yeah. Who... Right out of the gate, you're pretty sure is going to be pretty problematic in terms of being a character. <laughs> and there was at one point, I, I can't remember exactly how this came up, but it was very clear to me looking back that there was a moment where they said that she like had a stroke or something. So she didn't know what she was saying. And that very much to me felt like a cover for like, she's going to let something slip at some point that is really not okay. So we're just going to try to head that off now and, and blame it on a medical condition. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like, oh yeah, that's definitely going to happen. I can see that for sure. And she, she did um, let out a bit of casual racism. And I wasn't sure if that was, uh, was that, is that just 1985 or is that... Yeah, brain, brain de- stroke impacted Sophia. Well, and it's all taking place in Florida. So looking mm, at Florida true. in 2023, uh, maybe this was a kind of a sign of things to come. We're not sure. I have to ask you, like, who was the audience for this? Like, I, in 1985, I, I was not watching this in 1985. I did not see it till, you know, some years later. In syndication. I'm not sure who would be the target audience for something like this. Would it be just your your casual? Because I figured like in the 80s, you had, you know, they're thinking back to the shows in the 80s. Mm. I'm not sure who this was really for. Yeah, I don't know if it was. I think it was for everybody because it wasn't TV back then. It was event TV. So it was it didn't it would matter. Be 7.30 or 8 o'clock or whatever the time slot was. That was your, you probably had two back-to-back sitcoms or something. Mm-hmm. And this was one of those. You, you'd have the, Co- the Cosby show and then this. Yeah, um, that's true. And everybody just sat down and watched whatever was on Tuesday night. Tuesday night comedy night, you sit down and watch this. Didn't matter because there was only four things. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I'm trying to look at it through a lens of today where you're like, have these like, micro dissections of, of, of viewing audiences. Like that wasn't a thing in the eighties. It was like, there's eight shows. You watch them all, 
because you're just glad you have TV to begin with. Like, <laughs> end of story. Yeah. Yeah. Thursday okay. night's action night. You watch you know, a bit of the A-team and... Yeah. Yeah. Duke's a hazard. But Tuesday's oh, com- comedy with, with the Golden Girls. Yeah. Okay. All right. So we're going to, we're going to keep, we're going to keep these short because there's like 7,000 episodes. There are a lot of episodes. But we have to land on, we have to always end with the golden gag. That's Mm. like the thing that happened. It's just like the one thing that stuck out where you're like, okay, guys, I see what you're doing there. And I'm going to go out on a limb and just assume that we're going to probably pick the same one for this, but (laughs) I could be wrong. So I'll, I'll give you the honors to go ahead and go first. Okay. Thank you, Jason. My golden gag is the mirror death check on Sophia as the sight gag. (laughs) (laughs) It did make me laugh. (laughs) It's the one because you you knew it was coming and it happened and you still laughed (laughs) right along with the laugh track because it was like, she's so incredibly old. We constantly just think she's dead always, (laughs) even though she's just sleeping. (laughs) Uh, That was definitely the golden gag of golden girls s1 e1 the engagement do you know what happens next they don't we have, we have s1 e2 guess who's coming to the wedding oh geez i don't know but i bet we will find out as well as the rest of our massive golden girls audience thanks all Business corner. Business corner. Oof. All right. I don't know if I have my tax person available, but let's get into it anyway. Have you got your tie? Can you jump over and grab your tie out of the cupboard? Oh, can we Can we just pretend like I have one? Sure. You're wearing an orange okay. shirt. Yeah. It's kind of tie-ish. Or as you would say, orange. Orange. So, Jason, it's an important question. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We've, we've known, or the, the financial industry knew some time ago, that there was going to be an explosion in a new asset class and that it was going to create value out of thin air, okay? Yeah, yeah. And so I'm really just taking this moment to respect the wisdom of those financial boffins. And I was just wondering, how are your Bitcoin and NFT investments going these days? Mm. That's a really good question. Um my NFT investments are non-existent, so those mm. are going very well because okay. I invested zero, and they're still worth zero. So that one's actually pretty good. Bitcoin, on the other hand, a little bit of a different story. Um, mm. I saw this in the notes, so I thought, hmm, I haven't checked on that in a while. I should probably go look because <laughs> why not? Well, it's good. It's good that you haven't been checking it closely because they do say with long-term investments, don't check every... Just put it away, forget it's there, then check in because long-term compounding, that's your friend. Yeah. Yep, yep. Especially with something as as stable as um, fake currency. Mm, completely. <laughs> you want to just let that ride. So um, a little bit of background on my, on my crypto uh, portfolio, mm. if you will. Um, I got, let's see. So I have a bunch of different ones and most of them were free. I just kind of got them. 
I like that you've diversified your portfolio, so that's a good start too. Yeah, it's diversified. There's probably like 30 different coin thingies in there. Excellent. But I had like the the Stellar, was it Stellar coin St- or something? Stellar Lumens. Lumens, yeah. Mm, I and got- I just, I got a bunch of those for free for some reason. I don't remember why, but okay. I know exactly why you got them because I got them too. Oh, why did we get those? It was for that um, that privacy chat app, um, kind of that files and chat app thing. Yeah, that's right. And then they like stopped doing it altogether. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Standard standard Bitcoin kind of thing. Um, and then I, I bought Bitcoin from a vending machine in Canada, like back when Bitcoin first started. Mm, okay. Because it was like, oh, there's a vending machine. And we happened to be in Canada at that time where there was like the first Bitcoin vending machine or whatever. And we're like, oh, that's cool. Let's go do that. So I got some from that. Um, I was trying to do the whole like mining thing for a while just because it was, I don't know, it was something interesting. And I got some, I got, you know, a bunch of Bitcoin from that, from from mining, quote unquote. So Bottom line is I got a bunch of coin crap for free from various sources and um, I'll cut right to the, to the, to the punchline here Hmm. at the height of all of the various coined thingies that I had. um, The total value was $79,628 and 58 cents. So that's not chump change. That's pretty good. That's a pretty good return on, on, you know, zero. I like that. Yeah. So, sure. you know, as you do, you think I'm going to, I'm going to let that sit and let that, let that cook a little bit yeah. as they say in the, in the financial industry. Um, and I'm, I'm happy to report as mm. of today, about 20 minutes ago when I checked, okay. yeah. um, it's now worth uh, $1,761.92. So, okay. pretty good return, really. Okay. Still starting from zero. Still still in the in the black. Yeah, it's not red. So, yeah. that's, that's good, I think. Past performance is no indicator of future performance. Future performance. From your professional um, spreadsheet knowledge, is that mm. a... Is that good to go from the the seventy nine thousand to the to the one thousand? Is that? Look, I, I don't like to. I don't like to talk financial matters in terms of good or bad. Okay, I, it's, it's more about deltas and variances. Mm-hmm. So what you've had is you've had a you've had you've been impacted by by a negative delta. Mm. Okay, is this an economic headwind that I'm facing right now? Ah, uh, most definitely yes. Economic okay. headwinds are okay. they've just blowing through like a storm through the bitcoin realm yeah i thought because they were coins they'd have some weight and the wind would not be able to take them but yeah, you it turns out that. You, you would case. think that it was apparently the dogecoin weren't minted quite as heavily oh, they, they cheated out on their their copper mm. so yeah okay. so look unfortunately so for what i would say jason mm. you've been patient for this long yeah it's time to just sit down calm down Close the briefcase back up. Let mm-hmm. it sit for a little longer. Okay. Just needs now, a little more time. There's logic to this, right? Because at this point, if you leave it longer, you may lose just... You, the most you can lose at this point is $1,761.92. Mm. 
That's true. Okay. So if 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 you lost if you lost if I if I took two thousand dollars from you right now, would your life go on? Yes. Yeah. So you can cover that. Okay. So there is absolutely zero benefit from worrying or panicking. You've got one you've got that money, just let it sit there. And you never know, one day it might grow and become seventy nine thousand six hundred and twenty eight dollars and fifty eight cents. If you're at that point, I would probably say withdraw and put it into a into a you know a government backed currency of some kind. Yeah. Right. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. But you're not there. So you know. That's good advice. No, I'm clearly not there. (laughs) Well, if it ever gets back to seventy nine thousand six hundred twenty eight dollars and fifty eight cents, I will um I'll take action on it. Yeah. And uh can I just say for all our audience, um Hmm. Hemisphere Views is not a provider of financial advice. We have no um, APRA licenses. We have no whatever FDICs you need in America. No. Do not turn to us for any financial, legal, medical, spiritual advice of any kind. No. The only thing we can provide is OnePrimePlus.com. It's in the long game. That's what we can provide. It's like a reverse financial institution where you give us money mm. and that's the only way that the money goes. I hear the OnePrimePlus.com servers have been holding up as well as the Bitcoin valuations as well. Um, it's questionable. They have been volatile lately in terms of their uptime. I'm not sure why, but they have been. Also, HemisphericViews.com. So I think it's just... It's just pure popularity, you know. When when you're that popular mm. amongst the the people on the internet, you know, a server can only accept so many connections. So I think that's probably what's going on. Is it's just probably the the crazy popularity of the show of OnePrimePlus.com. Well, you think about it, Jason. Think about it. So Threads was able to handle a hundred million users right and stay up yeah so clearly Mm -hmm. we have more than 100 million people visiting that site that's just science i I don't see how you could argue that 100 million is sustainable you can do that yeah and we didn't even change the name of the podcast to a single letter so take that i tried to do the whole thing of like is overcast really the podcast app for me i'm a i'm a heavy consumer of podcasts but I hear a lot about Apple apps being pretty good these days. Mm-hmm. Their default notes, calendar. I've switched to both of those and they've done me okay. Okay. So I was like, okay, let's try the default podcast app. Yeah. Oh boy, Jason. Yeah. Oh boy. How do you actually know when you're subscribed to a show in that app? Not a clue. Know, how do you know when the new episode is sort of there. I don't, I'm convinced it doesn't matter. The whole point of the app is to just gather new shows and it doesn't matter what you've already subscribed to. <laughs> it, it just feels like it's a vomit of random shows being shoved in my face mm-hmm. and with no respect for the chronology of them. It's just like, hey, listen to this episode right now. What show is it? It doesn't matter. No, I don't think it matters. I don't think listening is the point of the app. Finding things seems to be the point of the app. Yes. Which is weird. 
And when you try to listen, it's, oh, it's horrible. And then I, I went through the whole process of syncing up. So I got, I got it installed on my Mac. I got it installed mm. on my iPad, my iPhone. And then all of a sudden they're like downloading episodes like mad. And I'm trying to say, no, 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 slow down. I just want the last three episodes. You got to go set each, each bit, you know, toggle the options in each app. And then you've got to yeah. mark all the old ones as listen to, but then what's the point? Because you never really seem to get the cue correctly, correct anyway. Yep. It's just a mess. It's very I don't know weird. how that's it, the most popular app. I don't get it. I don't, I, it makes me very much question people who are not maybe like hardcore, like tech podcast people, right? Like let's, let's pretend that this app is for people that are, don't know anything about, you know, this show or show that's even remotely technology focused. Mm. And they're just, I, I, I wish I could even name a name of one, but you know, let's, let's just say there's some like, I don't know, health fitness show or something that's like super mainstream has a billion, billion listeners. And cause it's on like, I don't know, NPR, what a, I don't know, whatever it is. But even for that demographic i don't understand how like this is even acceptable for that Mm. or do 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 people only listen to maybe one thing or do they not even subscribe and they just open it and say like oh that looks interesting and hit go i don't know maybe is that possible yeah it's it feels like an entirely different type of person that it's designed for and i don't know that person i don't know who they are i don't know what they're doing it doesn't feel like podcasts, but again, maybe that's because we're like from OG podcasting back in the day before it was even, you know, podcasts and it was just RSS feeds. Yep. Maybe that's the difference is if you're, if you know what an RSS feed is, you don't use that, you use something else. Mm. But if you don't know what an RSS feed is, like you use something like a, like a, um, what is that other thing that we're not on? Uh, the green one. Spotify, 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 or yeah. like Stitcher, I guess, or something, or Apple Podcasts. Like, it's more like a radio where you just yes. sort of like yep. open it and say, like, I don't care, just play a thing. I guess I don't know. I don't understand it. I've I'm every time I try to use it, I'm super confused by it. It doesn't show all the show notes, so no. you know I'm not a fan at all. What's the difference between? listen now and library couldn't tell you because if i want to listen like to me they're the same but yeah i want to listen to my library now yeah yeah right exactly (laughs) i don't know it's it's weird and now the worst part of it is i have to somehow get this thing off all my devices without it so i'm gonna have to i'll delete the apps off the iphone i think that will uh, ios that'll be pretty easy that's but then I'm going to have to go into all the settings on the Mac side and make sure it's not yeah. downloading episodes for all of eternity. It will be. Don't worry. <laughs> so, yeah. This is going to be fun. I, and it's like, I don't even have to use it. It's the, the thing that drives me nuts is that as somebody that is trying to put out a piece of content for people to, to see or not see, listen to, um, it just feels like, it just feels bad. And I don't mm. feel like you're able to represent your, whatever you want to call it, brand or whatever, like appropriately. It just, 
you're you're stuck and yet that's the default if you want to review that's literally the only place on the internet you can write a review for a podcast Mm, podcasts are everywhere but you can only review them in one place regardless of if they use that player or not you have to tell them to go to that player which is now making it look worse yeah to write a review on the thing you want them to review but is in a worse state so it's like are they going to review it based on, I don't know. Anyway. Yeah. It's not great. So what are you going to use instead? Because this is not the solution for you. No, it's not the solution. So I looked at a few other solutions. Um, I quickly looked at, I quickly looked at Airshow, which is by feed, feed bin people. And I liked it a lot. It's very clean, very simple. I thought oh, this could be mm-hmm. good. But then I saw the price and it was like, I'm not paying $36 a year. Airshow is only for people that already have feed bin. Yeah. Yeah, and if I was using Feedbin, if I was using Feedbin, probably would, but I'm not, so no. So it's pretty though, so I give it that. Um, it is, I'm, yeah. I didn't even try. I'm not even going to try podcast again. I know what that's about. I I find that interface inscrutable as well. Oh, it's the best, but sure. Go I ahead. can never figure out that UI. I don't know what it's trying mm. to do to me. Mm-hmm. I still miss Castro. Yeah. I saw you put that in there and I was, I went and looked again and, and like, I think it's still around. I'm pretty mm. sure it got bought or something or, or sold. It's, it's changed hands. I think it's abandoned where. Yeah. But it's gotten an update recently ish. Okay. But I'm, I, I don't know what to think of it. I haven't seen any, I would love a blog post from whoever owns it now to say like, here's what's going on they talk about the killer the killer feature of castro was always meant to be the queue right the inbox and everything would land in the inbox then you would manually choose your queue i thought that was fine but the killer feature for me in castro was being able to toggle on and off each chapter yeah totally so what you could do is you could just go through and toggle off all the ads and any other boring bits you didn't want and it would just play through the episode and skip those I that love was, that feature. That was the killer feature for sure. Yeah. A hundred percent agree. And of course the app I'm back to using is never going to do that because it has a vested interest in ensuring that you hear the ads as best as possible. And that's overcast. And I say that because the developer has a podcast that has ads. So it would be undermining his own revenue making opportunity to do that. Yeah. That one's weird for me. I actually tried that one for about a month recently because the world won't shut up about it about how it's just the perfect app Mm. so i was like all right i gotta understand what's going on here and i tried it for a month and i'm glad people love it but for me personally i just don't understand this like unwavering no issues whatsoever love for it it's like fine but i'm sure i'm gonna get plenty of hate mail for this but I actually don't like it at all. I <laughs> like you said the the pocket cast one was just like the the UI was was inscrutable. I kind of feel like that about this one. Okay, but that's why we have fifty different apps because then you can pick which one you like. So the only th- I think Overcast is really ugly, um, especially the newer bits that they put in, like the queuing and playlists. That's super ugly. I, the only thing I well the thing I like about it is the audio playback engine. It just somehow makes audio sound better and i think for me who often listens at slightly sped up speeds because americans talk talk slowly 
I think that must be the issue because everybody everybody says the audio engine is so much better. Mm. It has to only be for you weirdos that listen past one X. Because for the, the the apps that do the like skipping of space and all that yep. stuff, yep. I think they're all the same. I cannot tell the difference, but I listen to everything at one X. Mm. And I have to think that this audio engine superiority thing must be for you wackos that listen to like 1.5 X or whatever for some reason. Yeah. Well, if all you Americans could just start speaking at a normal speed instead of going so slowly. Live in the moment. (laughs) My moment goes faster than yours. (laughs) Well, that's a Southern hemisphere thing. You're just going to have to deal with it. (laughs) So, yeah. So so you went full circle. You're back to where you started. Okay. Talking about podcasts on a podcast. That's that's when you know you've really made it. Do you know why it's why we've had to do this? Why? We're fly, once again flying in missing man formation. Oh, that's is it does feel a little bit empty in the mm. room. In the Zoom room. Yeah. Is somebody not here? I'm sure if when we were talking about default apps we probably would have heard the love of Apple Podcasts from Mr. Default himself. I think that might be the one default he doesn't use, actually. I think he uses this, the same one as you. It's, it's, if it's even too bad for Martin Feld, I'm sorry, that should go right to Tim Cook. That's, that should be, he should be a VIP in Apple Mail for Tim that just says like, hey, I don't use this. And they'd be like, whoa, hold the presses cancel the next iphone podcast is what we need to be working on right now yeah yeah we need to satisfy martin feld <laughs> he's not with us he is he, he's in like the the strangest city in australia which one's that wa nah we're not strange. we're just different oh oh we're not strange we're just different okay am i allowed to dox him am i allowed to say where he is well yeah because by the time anyone hears this he'll be back so they won't be able to find him he's in adelaide oh okay or as australians call it radelaide radelaide because it's so far from rad it's not rad adelaide is not rad at all not even a little bit it's got wineries so that's good But Martin, I don't think Martin doesn't drink, so hmm. he won't be taking advantage of that. I wonder what he's doing there. Hopefully, he's having. Maybe he can. Maybe he can bring in like a reporter on the scene, kind of message right around here as to what's going on, like live after the fact, record to tape, live to tape from Adelaide now. Hi, Hemispherians. I'm coming to you from Glenelg in Adelaide, South Australia. I'm going to make this quick because, frankly, I don't think it's a top-quality listening experience to have audio coming from an iPad mini in a hotel room with a loud, buzzing mini-fridge and doors closing outside and traffic and so on. You get the picture. So I'm going to share two things, two positive things that I've experienced in Adelaide. First thing I want to talk about Adelaide, you have got the coffee situation perfect. Haven't had a bad coffee yet. I mean, we're only halfway through, but big kudos to you. And I want to shout out a particular situation, coffee shop that we went to in Adelaide. My colleague pointed it out. We went in. It was delicious. But I think Sydney 
or broadly New South Wales and maybe other states around Australia, maybe other countries around the world where there's expensive coffee, you have a chance to put this right. Because in Adelaide, CBD, we walked in and the guy behind the counter said, do you want an extra shot? And we said, oh yeah, okay. And he said, it doesn't cost any more. And we're thinking, what do you mean it doesn't cost any more? He gave us an extra shot in each of our coffees, which we generally enjoy, but held back a bit because it was the afternoon and, you know, the cost stacks up. Altogether, two coffees, each with an extra shot, eight Australian dollars. I can't remember the last time that we had a coffee for that price of that quality. So Adelaide, you're putting Sydney and even my hometown of Wollongong to shame. Unbelievable. Well done. Second thing relates more to the video work, traveling with uh, my two teammates here in Adelaide, collecting video at different sites for the company I work for. Bit of a habit that we got into, uh, instituted mainly by my manager, Craig, we back up all of our video files at the end of the day. Tim follows the same process. He's the guy who very, very astutely pointed out that correct coffee shop to go to. And, you know, it's a bit of a stressful thing making sure that all of your video files are backed up, right? You want to get to the end of the day, know that all of your stuff is safe and secure. So we put things on SSDs at the very least, upload to the cloud as well as we can. That can be a bit of a long nightmare. And my, let's just say, carry-on luggage was not particularly kind this time. Brought a gimbal along, reached the maximum weight very quickly, didn't have space for the work laptop. And I thought, do I take the gamble with the iPad mini? Is that going to work okay with SSDs and so forth? And look, I'm all in on the iPad as a computer. I use it all the time to edit this very podcast when it's my turn. I've done video editing on it. I do photography stuff on it. I believe strongly in it. But file management, moving files around, that's never been something that I've gone, yeah, I'm really comfortable with the iPad as a tool for this. I really think about the Mac for that. But you know what? I'm going to take the gamble here. Using a Satechi or Satechi, however you're supposed to say it, dongle, this time the dongle was my best friend. And the iPad was indeed working as a computer for work. Brought the iPad Mini along, stuck the dongle in, and into that very dongle with multiple ports, put the SD card with the video from the day, and on the other side, Samsung 2TB SSD. And you know what? Easily put SD card files onto the SSD. Didn't even have to have them on the iPad Mini filling up storage. And it was absolutely seamless all within the Files app. So... Look, very simple thing in the grand scheme of computing, but I just want to say, if you ever had a doubt that the iPad was able to tackle just simple little computing tasks to save weight for your carry-on luggage or to make your day easier, fear not, the iPad can step up. So I would basically say as the moral of this story, go to Adelaide, the coffee's good, and don't be afraid to take an iPad instead of your Mac sometimes. You will survive. Anyway, back to the part of the show that actually sounds like it was recorded in a quiet room with high-quality microphones. Thanks for having me. Catch you later, Hemispherians. Okay. I think he, I think he's doing something, right? That sounds... Wow. Whoa. Thanks, Martin. Oh, I don't know. I think your whole take on Adelaide is wrong because it sounds pretty rad to me. Wow. I had no idea. Based on that insightful coverage of the local area. So, so we mentioned... Adelaide and it's wine. What about beer? You're a beer drinker, right? Sure. Yeah. I've got a simple question for you. If you're drinking, if you're drinking beer, okay, sitting down, how are you most going to enjoy the beverage? Where am I, where am I drinking this beer? Can I, can I get a little bit of, of visual representation? What's going on here? Where am I? Okay. Let's say you're at, you're at a, 
you're at a pub, but it's a it's more brewery. It's a craft brewery. Craft brewery, okay. Yeah, some sort of smooth music playing. It's a bit of the the clink of glasses, the 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 low murmur of, of chit chat and people. Yeah, mm-hmm. loving the it. Occasional hey from the table hey. over there. Yeah, okay, mm-hmm. okay. So, are you going to be wanting to? And you can purchase your beer in three different ways because it's a brewery; they make it on site, so you can choose how you want it served to you. Okay, so you can get it pint glass. Pint glass, okay. Pint glass is probably Australian slash UK term. I don't know what you call a pint glass in America. Pint glass. Oh, okay. Yeah. Served off the tap. Okay. Yeah. You can get a stubby. Mm-hmm. A stubby. Do you know what that is? Yes. Glass bottle. Okay, good. Do you call it a stubby over there? What do you call it? A bottle. Okay. Or you can get it as a tinny. Tinny. Hmm. Do you know what a tinny is? Probably an aluminum can. Yeah, even an aluminum can. Yeah, aluminum. Yep, exactly. Just like it's spelled, aluminum. Yep. Yep. So do you want a pint, a stubby, or a tinny, mate? Oh, good question. Um, I'm going to want a tinny in a pint glass with the tinny left behind so I can enjoy the label, the iconography, and any other paraphernalia on the label. See, so you want to self-pour into the glass. Yeah. Yep. I want to have the full experience of the pour. I want to be able to look at the can, see what's going on. I like that whole thing. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. What about you? That's a good answer. Um, What would you pick? If I'm in that environment, which I described... Every single You're a time. stubby guy. I'm not a stubby guy. In that environment, no way. No, I'm a pint glass guy. But comes to you as a pint. You don't even yep. see what was put in no. it. You don't care. Well, I watch them pour it out of the, out of the tap. Oh, okay. You know, okay. And you yep. watch them pour as they tilt the glass, get the head just mm-hmm. right. Yeah. That to me. And then drinking that, it's, you can have a gulp. You can drink a pint glass with a certain gulp that you can't do with any other beverage. And it's just you have more options. You can do like a sip, a gulp, a long sip. Yeah. And then as you drink, you get the tiger stripes down the opposite side of the glass. And it's just it's something very satisfying about Better that. Better clink too with the yeah. glass. Yeah. Good yeah. clink. You don't get that with a can. It's just kind of a dull thud. Yeah. If I'm at home... And I don't have the option of a pint glass. I used to be a stubby guy, but now I've converted. I'm back to being a tinny man. Tinny man. Yeah. It's hard to beat the sound. Yeah, That's like pretty satisfying. It really is. And you know the best thing about either getting a stubby or a tinny? What's that? Is that you know in your hand when you're finished, you're holding 10 cents if you take that back to a recycling center. That's true. Is that is that what your going rate is there? Ten cents. Ten cents per container. Yep. Is that is that countrywide or is that state dependent? That What's is the... state dependent. So in Western Australia, you can get ten cents. In Queensland, you can also get ten cents. I have no idea what happens in other states. I wonder what New South Wales would be. Five cents. I'm gonna bet five. I don't cents. even know if they do. I don't even think they do it. Oh, they I don't think... even care. 
They just, th- just chuck it away. They just chuck them right in the trash. They don't even recycle them, probably. No, no. Ugh. Terrible. Typical. Okay, and our final question, because yeah. now I'm just thinking about beer. What beer do you want to put in that pint glass? This is the Gab's Corner. Yeah. Ah. Uh, you can be generalist. You don't have to have a brand. Probably like a wheat. A wheat beer would be good. I've, I'm very, I know this is controversial, but I'm very fond of these, um, these sours. I like <gasps> the sours. Not you too. Yeah. Big sour okay. fan. Love I do them. not understand the sour thing. Mm-hmm. Wow. Or anything from a local brewery called Great Notion. If you're ever in the Portland area, Great Notion, really good. Just every, it doesn't matter. Just get whatever they have and it's good. All of it. Yeah. Okay. So like other than Foster's, what would be your, your like, what's your second choice after Foster's? Yeah, of course. Foster's is amazing. Obviously. The big 40, the 40 ounce one or 48 ounces or whatever (laughs) it is. Those those cans are like, like 60 ounces. I swear. You literally cannot get them in Australia. I don't know what that's all about. (laughs) That's so bad. Like, how could you be, how could you have something that's so like defamatory and it doesn't even get sold there? It's so (laughs) wrong. That feels so wrong. So so my, I'm going to choose a nice uh, hoppy IPA. Oh, you're one of those IPA people. (laughs) I didn't used to be, but over the last four to five years, I've really lent into IPA life. I feel like that's probably the most overhyped beer ever would be my <laughs> assumption. I also must think that IPAs must be really easy to make because oh, sure everybody makes them now and they're all just equally meh. Whew. But I'm glad you like them. Yes. So, and I will go to perhaps an other side brewery. That would be a good option. Get their anthem. Get their anthem. Is that a local Perth? joint yes yes and they have all their all their beers are based around kind of music references oh is there a voyager one is that who did the voyager one no it isn't somebody oh, else who did, did the voyager who did I the can't... voyager one um it's that place in east perth you know the one. Oh, that one yeah 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 old uh, mate I've... owns it yeah yeah that's him yeah yeah yeah, yeah. okay do you know anyone that has listened to every single episode? Because I know a couple. I know three people. You know three people? Mm-hmm. Excluding us. Ah, oh, I know zero people. <laughs> <laughs> I know two people who have listened to every single episode for some reason. I don't, I still don't fully understand the motivation there, but they did. So wow. good on them. Um, by the way, that is not like a requirement. You don't have to listen to everything. You're more than welcome to just come in right now. Well, if they're, listen- if they're listening on Apple Podcasts, they probably are. And they have no way oh. known of trying to find the old ones. They'll never get back to it'll show them episode 17 and then they'll never <laughs> be able to find another one as long as they live. So thanks for that. Um, but we've got. So. Hey, Scotty J has listened to every single one for mm-hmm. some reason. Again, not sure why. And then uh, 
Rob also has recently completed the full back catalog. This is like a trend now, maybe. I don't know. I guess I think maybe this is some kind of challenge on the like a TikTok challenge on the internet where it's like they used to like jump off buildings. Now they're like force yourself to listen to every episode of this random <laughs> podcast. I guess if it's a TikTok challenge, go for it. The youth are going to do what they're going to do. Um, so now Rob has done this as well. And for, for everyone's benefit, I would say has given feedback per episode, mm. which is crazy. Cause again, this is, I'll remind you episode 91 plus there are 30 something one prime plus dot com. Yeah. Member exclusive member exclusive how can you get those as general public you can't you have to go sign up for oneprimeplus.com the best url on the whole freaking internet so go do that first hit that sweet sweet subscribe button and you know what you get it all you get every episode from the back catalog even if you leave after a month which i'm not like advocating or anything but like Technically, you could just join for a month and get them all. In the notes will be Rob's catalog review of the show, episode 000 through episode 091, OPP episode 000 through O whatever. And I just was blown away that this was a thing. So thank you to everyone who has listened to more than one episode or even only listened to one episode. We still think you're great. So thank you. Thank you to Rob. Like, honestly, we have tried so many ways of summarizing our show using automated transcript systems. If you really want to, if you want a rundown of like our entire back catalog, just read Rob's review. Yeah. It, and it's like, it'll just give you like a tidbit for each one. And you can think, yeah, that sounds like something. Let me go jump in on that one. So thank, thanks to him for doing that. That's a massive effort. Thank you, Rob. He also did the um, the the podcast um, length uh, calculator mm. thing, which was cool. So I think we've linked to that before, but we'll put that in there again. He's a smart guy, that Rob. Yeah, he does a lot of cool, like just random. And he did something else. What did he do that I just recently found out about? Oh, I'm totally blanking now. He like built something like a long time ago that I knew about, but I had no idea who he was at the time. Is this that? Th- yeah, I can't. Re- what is it? I, I think we're on the same wavelength. It was something probably that the sort same of thing. Became, yeah, because he like sold it famous. to somebody. Yeah, he sold yeah. it or something, and I was like, "Oh shit, that was you!" Like that's yes. crazy. What was it, Rob? What was it? Both rem- you should. You need to. You need to big note yourself more, Rob. God damn it! What was it? It was. It was something like. It was substantial on the internet. And I was like, Oh shit, that was you. Wow. I remember I sent him a text message. I was like, what? This was you? Like, yeah. Tell me more. Cause he said he was going to write a blog post about it. I think it was Friendster. It probably was Friendster. That sounds right. Yeah. Maybe live journal could have been live journal. Could have been that. Yep. Geocities. Is he the MySpace guy? He might be. Tom. Was that Tom? Tom, yes, it was Rob? Tom. I think it was Rob. Yeah, Rob yeah, was Yeah, yeah. Tom and Rob. Yeah, they were the yeah, co-founders. Yeah, they did MySpace. Okay, yeah. co-founders of MySpace. There, we there go. you go. Handled. Well, thank you for um, both the review and for MySpace, Rob. That's That's been it's been legendary. Thank you. Imagine that. You go from creating MySpace to 
listening to Hamster Reviews for hours on end. I mean, it's full circle, really. Yeah. Insert extra audio here. I hope you were listening to the very end.